You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Becoming Me, I am so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Molly. Molly, welcome to Becoming Me. Oh, thank you, Emily. I'm so thrilled to be here with you this afternoon. Well, I am so honored to have you with us and to just unpack your story today. I mean, who you are truly inspires and encourages me, and I just cannot wait for other people to hear your journey. Um, So before we dive into your story, like, let's just kick it off with who is Molly? Like if someone isn't familiar with you, who's Molly? Oh, you are so, so great. Oh my goodness. Well, I love, love, love Jesus. That is the number one thing in my life. Praise the Lord for him. I have been married to my husband, Daniel, who's a pilot for almost a dozen years. And we have three kids uh, together with our fourth coming in July. And we're just so, so thrilled. Um, and my background, I was the oldest of six kids raised out in the country with a background in exercise science and physical fitness. Uh, but now the Lord currently has me in the place of being a benefit auctioneer and fundraising advisor for the general Indianapolis area. And then I'm a personal assistant for my dear friend and the founder of He Knows Your Name, Linda Zanaka, which is how we met. So, so good through Linda. And my favorite things are running in sunshine. Hallelujah. Me too. Y'all, before we pushed record, we literally just chatted for like so long about running and trading different stories. It was so good. We bonded over that. And yes, Linda, who is not a stranger to Becoming Me.TV, we've shared Linda's becoming story. Linda introduced me to Molly, and I'm so thankful that she did. Like what a warrior that Linda is, and I'm thankful that she introduced me to you. Um, So, you know, I would love, Molly, right now for you to just take some time and unpack your story. Like, what's made you who you are? Oh, so good, Emily. Well, like I shared, my background was in physical fitness and I met Linda actually through being her personal trainer. So, you know, you spend all these hours with someone lifting weights and everything comes out, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, so good. So Linda founded a ministry in 2009 called He Knows Your Name Ministry, and it's founded and rooted in the belief that every life matters to Jesus, from an infant to an elderly person, all life has value. And through that ministry, okay, I'll, I'll dive into that. There's a lot of facets, but some of the things that she does is she claims abandoned infants in death and gives them an honorable burial. To this date, she's claimed over 40 babies. And so that has been really precious to walk alongside her through many of those. Uh, She also is a champion for the Safe Haven Baby Box Law, which is where you met at a dedication, Mm -hmm. right, Emily? Exactly. So, so good. And we place cuddle cots in area hospitals and help with headstones with families that need that resource. So when I met Linda, this was all kind of at the beginning. This was a little over eight, it would have been about nine years ago or so. We're coming up on a decade of friendship and I would hear about her ministry and I'm like, oh my heavens, you know, you just, it's not something you've ever heard of. And so through lifting weights together, I learned about what she was all about. And then in our time together, I, I went through my own 
loss um, with our very first baby. And Linda, I mean, I'll never forget, you know, her being on the leg press and me sharing with her and her tenderness to me and her encouragement to then have me name that baby and the healing that would come from that. Um, But she invited me in uh, almost eight years. It was eight years ago in March into helping me with her ministry and helping her with a book launch. And I've stayed ever since. And um, it's really been a beautiful thing. The Lord has taught me a lot through partnering with He Knows Your Name. Um, One of the biggest things has been how the value of showing up and showing up for people. And so in their time of grief, being with those who are on the other side of heaven, right? And being present with them. um, Before I was on the organizing side of things, I think I would like hear about opportunities maybe to step into hard places and I'd be like, that's okay. Like I, that I'm fine. <laughs> or there'd be that like baby shower for someone and, and you're like, oh, it's just a, a gift card to a mama need. No, it's no big deal. But now having been on the other end of that, I see the tremendous value in showing up and um, whether we are standing at the grave or whether we are having a virtual shower for a mama in need or whether like this past fall, we are laying to rest 173 unclaimed cremated adult remains from the local coroner's office. Mm -hmm. The value of showing up, like the value of those people who stood in line to carry ashes to the ossuary or the tiny group that stands with little flowers around the grave, the beauty in that and how important that is. And it's made me as a mama step into some places that maybe were inconvenient <laughs> or maybe I was like, Oh, for instance, you know, I had a sweet friend lose a loved one recently. And I took all three kids to those calling hours because I just know the value of showing up more than I did a decade ago. And through my relationship and through he knows your name, I have been able to go into some really unexpected places with some unexpected friends. Um, one of the gyms that I coached at had a sweet overlap that one of the gals that went there to that gym, she ended up also working for the cemetery where 40 plus, you know, he knows your name, babies are buried and we have this sweet friendship. And so that's a very sweet thing, but the Lord's brought me some really unique ones. There's a a sweet mama who was the victim of a, a tragic attack and she carried that little boy and then he passed. And a couple times a year, I'll go and stand at her grave with her, with my kids rolling in the grass and asking for snacks and being present with her and praying with her and and hearing her and, and just standing in the sunshine together. Um, And then last year, it was really, really precious. There is a woman who due to some really sad situation, um, she spent some time in prison around the death of her son, but she is now free. And the first time that I met this mama was in preps for a interview that Linda was doing with her. And I met her at a hair salon. And so here I am, you know, I walk in with my coffee and I got to talk to this amazing woman with this incredible testimony. And she is now encouraging and building me up. Um, She'll send me prayers and she'll send me thoughts. And it's just an unexpected and really neat friendship. And through He Knows Your Name, I've stood in 33,000 square foot mansions and then been also at places where there were bars on the windows, you know? And so it's been, it's been all of it. Um, It's been all of it, but I'd say the biggest thing, Emily has been being okay 
being uncomfortable or being in the hard places. Um, before before working with He Knows Your Name and before my own loss, I <laughs> I did tend to like not love it or not try to dig into it. Uh, there was one moment at a gym I was working at and the women came up to me and they said, hey, there's a woman crying in the locker room. Can you go talk to her? And I was like, huh. <laughs> so Emily, I walked to the back of that locker room Mm-hmm. And then pivot. I turned around and I I came back out of that locker room. <laughs> I was like, not today, Jesus. Um, contrast that to the summer of 2020, where I, in the middle of COVID, in the middle of all this, took all my kids in the car to go deliver a kettle pot to a rural hospital. And once done, you know, you're it's so hot, you're wearing the mask, you're like getting it onto the cart, sending it with the nurses, etc. I said, okay, guys, we're going to this little this little playground that was right there by church. And we were hanging out there and I was doing my lunges. I was very pregnant with my third at the time, listening to a podcast. And I see a woman walking across the grass, sobbing hysterically. And I honestly, Emily was kind of like, huh, also not today. (laughs) I was like, I really don't want to. And she went, she sat down under the awning of the church and the Lord was like, actually, yes, Molly, yes to today. So I went and I sat down with her, heard her story, cried with her, hugged her, prayed for her and gave her a bracelet. And to this day, pray for her by name. And that showing up in the uncomfortable is something I'm still working on. It's still very imperfect because sometimes you do wonder, did I overstep? Did bringing up your child who's passed their name, you know, it's like hard and beautiful. Um, but there have been ways that the Lord has just assured me, like, it's okay to be uncomfortable. It's, it's okay to say, I know you said you didn't need anything. So I just dropped some treats on your porch. I didn't ring the doorbell, you know, just like that kind of thing. And I know this is odd, but can I just pray for you right now? Um, and the Lord's definitely brought me into that from praying with a woman in a hospital who had to make a hard decision about life support to just your friends who are so close where it's even more awkward, if you will, to be like, friend, can we just, can we just pray right now? You know? So being uncomfortable with the uncomfortable has been a huge, huge lesson. And that's looked a lot of different ways and exploring grief with friends has looked a lot of different ways for different people. Yeah. You know, Molly, I'm curious. I feel like that there's definitely going to be people watching your story or listening on the podcast. And they're like, man, I really resonate with the story in the gym and going into the locker room or, you know, being at the park. And we're in this moment. still. we're not on the other side where you found yourself in 2020, where you did go and, and you prayed and you talked with that lady. So how would you encourage another warrior friend who's still like, I don't want to step into the uncomfortable. How can you <laughs> encourage them to take that step or to start? Yeah, no, that's a, that's excellent, Emily. I would say uh, a lot of surrender of the heart. Um, Jesus, you know where my heart is here. And so I'm going to venture into this imperfectly. And I'm going to open kind of open palms, go into this with a sweet person. Lord, may they know my heart, but mostly may they know, know you, Jesus. And so when we put so much focus on identity in Christ and the value of that person. It really helps me take the focus off of myself and be like, here I go blundering in, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, blundering into this and it still be, still be okay. Like, Lord, I just pray that you reflect and you be the light through me where my humanness can mar it. Just let me, let me disappear into this and surrender and go, when you feel that twinge in your gut, where you're like, it's a yes. 
it's a yes. It's a, it's going to have to be a yes <laughs> to, to go for it. And I mean, I just had a situation where, you know, within the last year where a woman came up to me after a gala where I was auctioneering and she said, you know, you've got a, a light about you. What is it? And of course, at first I dismissed it kind of like, well, we just love your community. It's so fun. She goes, no, but like, really? <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, there's the twinge in the, in the gut. I was like, I actually really love Jesus. You know? <laughs> and so list, list abiding in him and listening to him and then being okay with the fact that I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it sometimes. And, and then bring that to the Lord too. That's a great question. So wise. Like, thank you for sharing that with us. And I also heard you say that you had a cup of coffee in your hand. So I know you drink coffee, but I'm curious as to how you drink your coffee now. Oh, Emily, you're so good. I So this is what's wild. So today, by the Lord's grace, it is water. Here's the thing. I love coffee. Adore, adore. But during Lent, I decided to give it up cold turkey. So sad because I love it. I will probably never choose it again. I think I, I've been reflecting enough on Jesus. I think we're good. We're not going to do that one again. <laughs> so um, I love my coffee black, but my favorite, favorite way is my husband will, if he's desiring time with me, he'll say, Hey babe, like, can I make this coffee? And he'll froth it and he'll make it all glamorous. And we'll sit in 3.30 in the afternoon on a Monday. And that will be our best time. Oh. Um, it's coffee. It's my husband. It's really precious. I'm super thankful. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. Any guys who are listening, um, take notes right now. <laughs> so if you were so like, hey, right, I know that's what I'm saying. If you were having a cup of this like frothy, glamorous, delicious <laughs> coffee, okay. And your husband made it for you and a friend and then he pieces out, right? Cause you're gonna have some <laughs> Some chat with this warrior friend time. Yeah. And so you both are just talking, you are getting to know whoever this person is on their becoming journey. What would you say to encourage them to become who God made them to be? So good. I would say probably the most, the biggest thing that the Lord has taught me is that Molly, you have not peaked. Your best days are not behind you. Um, the way that looks is going to change. The way that looked when you were a single woman as a personal trainer looks very different than it does as a mama of three who now has th has these facets of their life. But that as long as I'm abiding in Jesus and we, dear friend sitting across from me, are abiding in Jesus, like God's not done. He is not done with you. Your best days are not behind you. We can continue to move forward with him. And there have been so many times where I thought, that was it. Mm. That was the best. That was my, that was my high. <laughs> and the Lord has been like, no, I actually have more for you. And it may look like leaving a career that you love. And it may look like having more children than you thought you might. And it may look like doing it imperfectly or doing it messily or doing it with, with grief in your life. And that is, that's going to be okay. And one of my favorite authors, Annie F. Downs, she talks about one calling multiple expressions, right? And amen. And I know that that is the calling that the Lord has called all of us to, which is to love him and to love people. And so I know whether I am up on stage raising money or whether I'm standing quietly at the grave, it's the same thing to love God and to love people. And so uh, by abiding in him and saying, Lord, what's my next step? What's the next thing here? Because if I'm, if I'm tracking with Jesus, 
no matter if it's according to my plan or off my plan, or I didn't see that one coming. It's all in him. It's so, so good. Mm, That is so wise. Thank you for equipping us with that truth. One thing my pastor has worded it in such a way is that in Jesus, the best is yet to come. And that's been something that I remind myself of because it's so easy to think that maybe your best days were behind you. And it's like, no, as you just equipped us with, when we are rooted in Jesus, like the best is always in front of us and he's already won. So thank you for equipping us with that truth. Right. Yeah. So good. Profound of your pastor. Very good. Absolutely. Molly, as we kind of wrap up your story today, is there anything else that you would want to equip warriors with? Oh, you're so good. I would just thank you so much, Emily, for this opportunity. You've been just such a joy and a delight. (laughs) So great. And I would just, I would pray for other warriors that are out there just like taking it to the Lord and saying that, that thing that you laid on my heart, maybe I was even a child Mm -hmm. and that, that little nudge you gave me, Lord, what do you have in that? Is there something there. And then also knowing that it is not a matter, we don't have to have all these credentials. We don't have to have all this experience in order for the Lord to use us and to send us out. So saying open to him, Lord, if you've laid it on my heart, what do you have there? What do you have in store? That's how I would encourage my friend. Oh, you just inspired and encouraged me so much. You're amazing. (laughs) It's true. If somebody was watching and they're like, I want to connect with Molly, I want to continue following her journey, where can people connect with you online? Oh, sure. Well, sadly, I'm a very limited social media gal. So <laughs> you that's can okay. Find me. Molly Joe Grolamond on Facebook. But if you would love to learn about the ministry that I walk alongside, then you can find on Facebook, He Knows Your Name Ministry. And you can also find the website, He Knows Your Name. You can also find Linda Zanacco on Instagram and on TikTok. And you'll see me on there occasionally as well. Uh, but usually I'm the gal behind the camera, which is my joy, it is such an honor. So that's absolutely where you can track with He Knows Your Name. I love it. And y'all, we will have those links in the show notes. You can easily follow them and connect with Molly and he knows your name. And you know, Molly, would you, and I know you listen to our podcast, so you don't, we don't always end it this way, but if it's okay with you, I would be honored to just pray with you as we close out your story. Is that okay? I would love that sweet friend. Yes. Cool. God, thank you for Molly. Just thank you for the gift that she is, the story that you're writing in and through her life and how you are using her to remind us to step into the uncomfortable. And that it's often in those uncomfortable places that you're really using us, our vulnerability, our authenticity, and even our clumsiness and humanness, yeah. God to introduce people to you. So God, may we walk into every environment and every room just radiating the joy and the hope that we have in your son. And God, thank you for the gift that in you, our best days really are ahead of us. May your hedge of protection and a hand of blessing continue to be on Molly, her family, this new baby on the way, and everything she's doing with Linda and the He Knows Your your Name team. God, I just ask your hand of favor over their ministry as they're partnering with people to discover hope in your son. We love you, God. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Emily. That is so, so good. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. 
Learn more about Becoming Me.TV and find more resources at becomingme.tv.